When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Y'all, Poodle just said he has a good memory. <laughs> I do. What is the name of no. the last four guys you've slept with now i can't remember <laughs> i never knew any of their names <laughs> hello this is captain poodle speaking are you ready to find love yes ahoy matey love exciting and new go online hmm they're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To it's reality yes let's love that's fair <laughs> that's true but you know what i could tell me tell you exactly what all four of their dicks look like <sighs> <laughs> Y'all, welcome to Reality Gays. Welcome to Reality Gays. This is their second episode with their new name. Reality Gays. Reality Gays. We like it. It's 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 it rolls feels off nice. the tongue. Feels it good in my mouth. This does feel nice. <laughs> I didn't want to say my mouth, but sure. <laughs> wow. I haven't had sex in a while. That's it's why it sounds lot. like that. <laughs> Y'all, again, we're dealing with COVID. Like, y'all, co- co- it's we're dealing with a COVID palooza here in Los Angeles. It's very pray, bad pray in for Los us. Angeles. The um uh, uh I couldn't even uh I couldn't even be on Grinder right now because I just look at everyone and think I was going to get COVID from them. I'm not. Yeah, we're not even going to the grocery stores. Yeah, we're ordering. You're not going. Are you? Better be. No, Instacarting. I'm not. I'm, I'm Instacarting. Yeah, we've got to do all. So, y'all, if you have a a quick moment. Pray for all of our hospitals and our ambulance drivers and yes. all of our first responders in LA. We're having a really hard time. We're having they're a having really to, hard time. They're having to kind of ration care like right now. Yeah, Today they was just the first did, day. Yeah, if if you they pick you up in the ambulance and you're close to death, they're not going to take you to the hospital. So think, think about, about that. that. Think That's think about hard. that. Uh, hope you had fun on New Year's Eve. Okay, maybe let's not do that. <laughs> Because some people are trying. A lot of people are trying. Anyway, so let's see. What else do we Oh, we want to thank, obviously, uh, y'all voted on the name. And Reality Gaze was the winner, actually. Yep. So y'all chose that name as well. It is the name Poodle and I liked. And then um, 
So Eliza is the winner of that. But also Eliza Gilliam. Uh, Kyle. Kyle Swerdlow. Kyle Swerdlow. We decided in looking at this, and Jackie actually pointed out, Eliza was first with Reality Gaze. However, Kyle was the first with The Reality Gaze. The Reality Gaze, which is not the name we went with, but it's so close. It's so close. We, and we wanted to give him the same prize. And people are already, some of yep. the people are already calling us The Reality Gaze. So, so. He, he gets the same prize. So we actually had two winners. We'll pay, even though I didn't want to, this yeah. motherfucker made me. I told him we had made to. Made me, um, we had to. Um, so we're paying for both of their airfare yeah. to fly to a show of their choice. I put on my in the United uh, States. green accountant's hat and go and, and click at a calculator <laughs> on the screen. We also, they both, they each. I guess get, I won't eat that week. <laughs> they each get two VIP tickets as well to the show. Yes, but only, airfare for only one. That's what we agreed on. Yes. I'm trying to get Poodle to pay for a hotel, but he won't no, do it. Never. You know what you can do? It depends on where they go. If they go to a live there show in, lo- in L.A., we can't pay for your hotel. There or are New York City. There are lovely hostels but if we, available for you. If we do a show in like... Um, you can stay in a room with 25 other people. When we do a show in Branson, oh, the rooms are cheap. We'll Days pay 50 in. Bucks. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to go there. Then no. because if they get killed, you don't want it to be uh, our fault. No, we pick the room. I don't want to. I don't be responsible for getting giving anyone bed bugs <laughs> in a shitty motel we pay for. That's fair. You know what? Book your own room. I, anyway, that's what I don't. I don't want to involve myself in people's lives more than I have to. Eliza and and, uh, and no first class. You're going coach. Don't even think about it. God. <laughs> Eliza and Kyle, thank you, y'all. Thanks for your response. We're excited. Let's. Here's to. Moving on, moving. You shouldn't have to change anything. If you're listening to this right now, you found it. The Patreon should be the same too. Your link, your RSS link, everything as of now yep. is the same. If All this our- changes, we will message you. And if patrons. you're following us, if you're fo- following, if you're following us, following. all of a sudden I'm selling my father. If you're following us on social media, that shouldn't change either. You it- should you should still be following us. And uh, just so you know, if you want to follow us, it's every th- our website is Reality Gaze Podcast. Our Instagram is Reality Gaze Podcast. Our Twitter is Reality Gaze Pod, Pod because Twitter doesn't let us do the longer. And our, titles. You can do the Sissy Squad, or you can do our private Facebook, or not our public Facebook group, which is Reality Gaze Podcast. So all that is available for you. All of that. We are reality, and we are gay. You know what? <laughs> That's true. That's very, very true. Um, all right. Let's last talk. Are we- there any other announcements? Oh, God. I hope I don't not. know. Y'all, this rebrand is about killed us. It's about... <laughs> It's been a lot of work and time, and again, fuck you, Discovery. We want to thank Sorry. a lot of people that came together and helped us, and we just could not have done it without Jackie. Definitely, our lawyers, Patrick, our therapists. Yes, yes, yeah. Our acupuncturists. Yes, everything. All of us. It was a lot. So, All of us. Anyway, and thank you to everybody who voted and everyone who submitted. Exactly. We would we would not have this name without you guys. Yeah. So. So there you go. And it's and like and if you hate the name, you know, it's, it's like okay. a, it's, it's like an name. election. It's like poodle. Yeah. Remember 2016? A lot of us didn't like that. Got to vote. But also <laughs> too, if you don't like it, poodle doesn't like the name of your kid. You don't like the name of our show. So what? Everybody's friends. Let's move on. I don't like Porter. I don't like your son Porter's name. I don't name. mind that name. Eh, it's all basic. <laughs> Come at me with your child named Porter. I'm sure I you like love that him. Name. Oh, 
not. Oh I have a nephew named Porter. You do? Yes. Did you tell your aunt that you don't like the child's name? Uh, not to her face. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same aunt, however. Uh, uh, this is the same. She's actually my second cousin. The Porter's my second cousin. This is the same aunt who we were over at her house for Christmas, and she started vacuuming. Oh, yeah. Mother Poodle still hasn't forgotten oh, that. Oh, t- talks about it every Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking, even as a child, that that was a little bit untoward. What did your mother do when she started vacuuming while y'all were there? No, we heard the sound, and we all kind of was like, what's going on? And we walk in there, and like, something? Aunt Joan's vacuuming. Did- no, she wanted us to get the fuck out of her house. Wow. That's what you do when you want someone to get the fuck out of your no, house. No, it is. It's pretty clear. I was just making <laughs> sure she didn't like spill something on the floor and just no, no, clean no. it up. No, no, no. This was a clear sign. Wow. This was a clear sign. Wow. She had had all this new white carpet put in. Boy, they really could make hillbilly elegy too with your family, <laughs> couldn't they? But it's all weird passive aggressive <laughs> shit. <laughs> we heard the we heard the vacuum. We're like, what is that? And and my one of my aunts went, well, Joan, uh, what are you doing? And she's like, you know, she's like, oh, I'm just, you know, just cleaning up a little bit. And we're like, okay, I guess that's a signal. Signal. <laughs> Boy, I bet your mother talked about that for six months. Uh, uh say fifteen <laughs> years. My mother loves a good family meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, especially when it's due to my father's family Oh, that's true yeah. That's Hers true. she won't talk about Oh, wow Yeah Because she's trying to make her, her uh, Make his family small That's that's their game I know How many years have they been married? <sighs> Over 50 <laughs> I think I've told this before but my mother and I were once watching the show on Oxygen called Snapped, which is one of her favorite shows. She has it. In fact, I showed her how to record it. She didn't know how to DVR on her Dish Network. Oh, okay. She watches Snapped whenever she's tired or whenever she, when my father's not watching, mm. you know, some god awful Western thing that he's decided, which is a new quirk he's developed. Um, and my mother and my mother's like, oh, these women. Why do they do this? And I go, because it do you is mean? terrible how that portrays women as they oh, snap all, and go yeah. crazy. It's horrible. And she's like, well, first of all, she she left the boat. She murdered him, and she just jumped overboard. She should have set fire to the boat. No one would know. And she looks at me. She's like, if I had to kill your father, no one would ever know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, backed away. <laughs> She's like, no one would ever find out. <laughs> She's like, I'd think it out. I'd plan it for a, a year if I needed to. Wow. <laughs> so I'm I'm completely expecting wow. I'm completely expecting my father to go missing and my mother to say it's really a tragedy. You know. Anyway, should we talk about the show? Yeah, let's talk about the this show. This is part two, you guys. We're gonna start off. We got four four couples to talk about. 
Um, let's talk about Nutley. Lake in Italy. The fishy fish in the water. Love fish noise. And is this is this near their house? I was confused. I think is this a koi pond? I think he has a point. Yeah, a pond point. A koi pond. A pond near his house. Now I will say. I grew up with having to feed fish and trout and things my like that. My grandma had fish. Uh, every time I bring up something from my, you talk about your grandfather. <laughs> well, he had so, it. I agree. But did you grow up like feeding them and catching them and things like that? We we didn't catch fish in his. He had only like a little one, a little small yeah. one. But we would go fishing with him all the time. Yeah, either at a pond. Or he eventually got a boat, boat, and we went fishing on the lake. But then I was wanting to see what was under the cushions while the boat was going, and because I don't know, I just oh the cushions come up, and I pushed the cushion up, and his boat license, which was hidden under the kitchen, the cushion flew up out, and then landed <laughs> on top of the water. And he took him an hour to go find his boat license, and he never took me boating again. That's not as sad of a story <laughs> as it is. You just would not do what you were told. I was, I was, I didn't sit still a lot. Yeah, I had a problem with that too. Uh, my mother would say, "Jacob, please, please sit still." <laughs> it's still well. Um, anyway, uh, after I, b- before I was waylaid, I was telling a story um, that you you can actually. Natalie said you can kill fish with sound. That's kind of true. You can deafen them, but they're you almost kind of stun them. That's what people do. They would throw dynamite into um, lakes and ponds sometimes mm. to it, it more stunned the fish than anything else. Mm-hmm. It necessarily wouldn't kill them. But they'd stun and rise to the top? Yeah. And then they um, would just- We never did that. Gather them up and eat them. But, it, but I will say that little bit of a firework that he was throwing would not have done that. No. You would have needed more. Now, she had probably read that somewhere. Um, I mean, my grandpa, every time I went fishing, Matt, Matt. Stop talking. You're going to scare the fish. <laughs> Grandpa, I want to tell you a story about I was in T-Ball. And man, I don't want to hear. Be quiet. <laughs> they don't like it when you lisp either. It's true. Mm-hmm. I remember him coming home and my mom said, well, Daddy, how was the fishing? Fish don't speak, faggot. <laughs> it's true. She said, Daddy, how was the fishing? And he said, didn't catch a goddamn thing because he talked the whole time. <laughs> Memories. He, he did keep taking me fishing, though. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Um, he'd have me sit up the... He'd go by the water, and he'd have me sit up by the truck. Okay. <laughs> and I'd just sit on the truck bed and swing my feet and sing songs. I'm, I got it. <laughs> I've been working on the railroad. Shut up! Yeah, that's true. Um, Daddy's hands <laughs> were soft when I was crying. And other late 80s and early 90s country. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> basically, she's she's like, he's. I don't know why he's shooting off a Roman candle. candle. It is some country shit. I guess he just enjoys it. I This episode, for them, Mike is odd. He we is. always knew he was odd, but I think we're seeing... How odd he is. I think he is definitely odd. Um, this is when the problem, when someone lives by themselves, so way out there. by themselves, we found not out, around people. We found out in this episode, you guys, it takes him, he gets up at three in the morning to drive in to Seattle. Like, so he commutes an average of like at least five hours a day. 
possibly six. What what do you think Mike does on those six hour commutes? We going honky tonking <laughs> down the Louisiana. Going honky I mean, honky. honestly, I don't think I, he's learning Mandarin. Um, <laughs> no, I. You know, what does he do? List- I enjoy sometimes driving. It bothers Poodle, but I enjoy driving in quiet. Com- no, no, not quiet. Complete and utter silence. But I enjoy doing that for like. 15 to 20 minutes, yeah, maybe, to have a little quiet time. Yeah. But then I need to listen to a podcast or music. I bet Mike is silent the whole <laughs> time. Just like, having a like conversation with something himself. Something in the asylum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it is kind of... It, I, I just... I don't know. And, the, and basically, later on, we found out that he's like, we can't... I think Natalie even said we, that we can't live in Seattle because it's too expensive. Um, and I'm sure it is expensive, but is there any bedroom community that you can live in? But maybe his family owned that place. He owned that place. And I it, it, I don't know. It seems like not a place you want to raise a family in. And I know Natalie doesn't want to live there. Deep in wood. Deep in the wood. The wood. And, you know, she says it seems this is she says something like this crazy. It's not realistic. It is a little bit of what type of life. I guess he likes his life, but. Your weekdays are just gone. You're just working and driving six hours a day. He, but although he does get off at two thirty, yeah, because he gets home. So that means he gets home at five thirty. Um, so he gets there at six, works until two thirty. So and he gets off at five thirty, or gets home at five thirty. So he does have from five thirty until maybe. Five hours later when he goes to bed, uh-huh. or maybe he goes to bed at 10, so he gets maybe four hours with her a day, which- It's shitty. Which, that sounds horrible, and guess what? A lot of people, especially lot of people in, do the, it. In, the America, in the United States, that's their work schedule. Yeah. That's their life. I'd kind of be okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great with the person I'm dating is in, like, uh, the other coast. Yeah. And they come back every other week. Kind of love that. Just to refill your bank account? Didn't say that, but that's a perk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for someone who just moved to this country and is, doesn't know anyone, that's not really acceptable. It's brutal. It's brutal. And she... It, I she, have a lot of sympathy for her this episode. And she's, she has such cabin fever, I'm sure. She doesn't know what to do. She's cleaning obsessively because what else is there to do? Yeah. Um, she's trying to put bleach in uh, in washer, Sorry. which Someone she thought, said, thinks it's softener. Somebody said, doesn't bleach have a pretty universal smell? <laughs> it is fair. It is fair. I, fair. Feel, I feel like that was production instigated. Um, they say, well, why don't you use the thing up there that says, you know, that? The th- the thing is, and I think this is a perfect example of what Mike, you know, you said in the end of last episode when we were talking about it, you said, wow, you said something basically like Mike doesn't know how to act around her. What did you say? You said something you don't remember, do you? No. You were two vodkas I, in I by that time. I wouldn't have said that. I said he doesn't know. I I don't think 
I don't think they know how to behave around one another because he was he was vacation Mike when he was on the in the Ukraine. And she said that, yeah. And 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 I and I think she's she knows that and this is reality Mike and I don't think she knows how to put up with that or I don't think many of us would be able to put up with that. And it <sighs> Yeah, because Natalie says, like, I'm starting to learn things about Mike, and I don't like, I I don't know what to think. That's what she says. Because with the fireworks thing, I think what Mike does, I can't get my cord out of the way. Yeah, it's Mike, obnoxious. Mike never, he doesn't, I don't feel like, really explains himself. No. He's just kind of, like, makes that face. He always makes, hmm? He has. Well, fireworks, you know? Not going to hurt the fish. He has almost zero emotional intelligence. He, he just yeah. doesn't have it. Now. And, and he doesn't. See, he's, I don't necessarily think he's that dumb. I think no. he's lazy. I don't think he wants to take the effort to to extend himself to her a little bit. It's not gaslighting, but I no. do think that he is. I do think that he is not making an effort to explain his worldview and why he thinks these things. He's just kind of like. And I don't think it's about Natalie. I think this is the way Mike is. I, Mike, if you had a political conversation with him, he'd be like, well, I'm going to vote for the aliens. Well, Mike, <laughs> I don't think the aliens are actually running for president. Well, I believe in aliens. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the way he explains you. things. I want to push back on the fact that I think I, I do agree with the fact that you say he's not emotionally prepared to talk to Natalie about how what he feels but he is either he's read some kind of self help book like what to do with your Ukrainian fiance when she arrives at your doorstep. <laughs> Somebody should write that book. But he keeps asking how she feels. What are you thinking right now? He and she can't say it because she's still in the middle of processing you guys. Yeah. And and this is a problem in itself. Yeah. That she's It is like he read a book. He doesn't necessarily practice it. Yeah. But he try he does tell her, well, Use your words. Explain to me. But I, I, this is it. This is what it kind of unlocked for me right now. And this is, and I agree with you, where he doesn't have the emotional intelligence because this is a complex thing to do. It is, he doesn't know how to explain himself from Natalie's eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to be able to say, okay, this is where Natalie is coming from. I need to explain to her how I feel. How do I explain this to her? So she could understand this. He's just like, well, well always ate meat. I love meat. I, mm, make I my don't, face. I don't know if he's ever given a second thought to his own emotions. That's the thing. He's read this book or whatever, uh -huh. or, or someone, or he's he's gone online and he's figured out, or or someone from production has said, you got to ask her how she's feeling or something. Yeah. Um. But. I, I just think he's such a loner guy who doesn't who who he probably has no female friends. I don't think he talks um, to people a lot, period. Except for Bojangles. Yeah. And we know which, how Bojangles talk. <laughs> Tell me your feelings. <laughs> if he even says that. Yeah. And and I will say, um there the next day it, we we kind of get a lot of stuff about Natalie and she's uh, doing the laundry. She's cleaning and she is trying to take uh, pics of Arya the cat 
And at one point she goes, she bites at me. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you know what? A cat's going to bite you, Natalie. They all do. That means they like you. I know. Half the time. They're, they're, you're they're, lucky that cat sat on your lap. I know. That you're lucky she's not trying to steal your breath when you're when you're asleep. Um, so so she calls her friends, and this is where she kind of has. She basically talks to her friends about Svetlana. Sveta. Sveta is worried and kind of as Sveta says her adaptation process, and it really is that, and that's kind of where you see that. You know, Natalie says, like, she's still upset about the fish. Like, fish can die from sound, but he doesn't listen to me. He ignores me. I agree with her. It. Fe- I don't think he is ignoring her, but because he always does this, like, well, that's just the way it is. He says yeah. that kind of shit all the time. That, <clears throat> And it's because he doesn't. It's. He, I think he's a. I do think there's a laziness of he doesn't want to take the effort to explain himself more. So he just kind of says. Huh? And he's going to go sit on the couch and put yeah. his hand in his pants and watch TV. Agreed. And I and I think I still say these people are mismatched because Natalie is quirky at best, and at worst she's stark raving loony. Um, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I see her as fun and interesting. Yeah. But this whole like immediate processing thing, y'all, where you just see like her eyes just flip around in her sockets. Like, kind of freaks me out. Well, she, this is actually, um, we mentioned this, but we have had so many sissies come at us, uh, female sissies, uh, and some, like, highly educated and talk to us. Like, like, did you read the Instagram message you had? Yes. Somebody who works with people with eating disorders, and she was like, she has a, like. It's classic. Classic. Disordered eating. Disordered eating. So, I think that there's, um. Which makes me sad. It makes yeah. me sad that she's with because I think I said food issues, but but everyone has we been saying diagnose. we just thought food yeah. issues. But people have come at us and been like, "No, no this even is her pretty. personality. All of her personality is saying." I once to see email me who overcame a disorder and was like, yeah. "I got triggered as fuck watching her." Yeah, the little the twist that she makes, you know, as soon as she eats something, you guys, uh-huh. um, yeah. It's, so it's uh, it's something's it's, going on. It's unfortunate that it that. There's just, and again, I'm, you know, we talked about a little bit kind of like the codependency of her and her mother. Mm-hmm. I think there was just, I think there is, like you mentioned before, we still don't know why she broke up with her nope. first husband. No, nope. I think there was really glossed over and almost nothing was said. I think she has like big time shit went down in her life and trauma and this anxiety is just, she needs to feel safe. Yeah. And she Control. feels... And it's so interesting. Eating disorders are the ultimate control. Yes. And that the in the middle, you would think, for some people, they think this would be relaxing. But when you're coming from the city, like, this would make, I don't think I could relax there. No. I would need some, because what happens when you're just sitting in the fucking country yeah. with no one to talk to? Guess what? You start thinking about your feelings. All you your, start all thinking the bad about stuff. all the bad stuff. And this shit is just like bubbling out. Yeah. So I feel for her. Yeah, I mean She's still is, one I bleak away is, from lunacy. <laughs> Don't get me is, wrong. This is this is the worst place she could be, unfortunately. It really is. Yeah. I, I Mike's gotta do and I get why. I don't think Mike intentionally means to do it, but I get why some people feel like Mike is, I don't think he's gaslighting her. I don't think he's, in my opinion, I don't think he's doing anything to be mean to her. No. I, I do wonder sometimes if I don't he's, think he has a lot to give her. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't, because I was talking to you last night. We were, this was after the show. Believe it or not, we were still talking about the show when we finished the <laughs> podcast. Um, but I was like, is he trying to get her to break up with him? Like, is he trying to be, you know, the bad guy? Because he can't I, take responsibility to say, I don't want to be with you. I I don't think, I think the way he responds to conflict and the way he problem solves is talks himself down from things and tries to become emotionless. It's it's the opposite of how she does with yeah, things. That, yes. And that way they're never going to have any kind of conflict conflict resolution because they're they're speaking such different resolution languages. So, I don't know. I I let's talk about when they go to the falls. Um uh Snoqualmie Falls. Um That's and- what I said. <laughs> I said so in my home when you know, falls. I exactly. couldn't remember it. Um so she's very excited. They go to dinner at this restaurant. They're going to stay in a hotel. And like I looked around. I'm like, this looks very expensive. That was my thought. And well, I'm not to say that not. To oh, say, he had debt. Yeah. He's a spender now. You know, He's racking up that credit card again. Yeah. So maybe that that that's had something. So anyway, of course. But she also wants that. Yeah. I think she he thinks that's what she needs. To make her to and, make her feel romantic, and I actually a, don't think that is. I I think that she just needs attention. Just oh yeah, probably more than normal people need. I think that's her love love language is that kind of thing. Spending doing nice things for her. I think I actually think that she there's a little bit of she wants to be put on. She wants to be worshipped a little bit, little princess, a yeah. little bit, yeah. So. Anyway, there, the the waiter comes in. One of our poor put upon waiters in the ninety day universe uh, says, um, "Can I can I give you a little uh, wine or anything?" And, and of course, she, as soon as she says wine, Natalie goes, "Wine, wine! <laughs> no one should wine. drink. It's tea. all I drink tea. I didn't tea. Do you have hot tea? Hot tea, because that will not destroy my body like your body will with alcohol." And then Mike's like, "Every." I have the beer. It, oh, wait. Was this beer or was this wine? This was wine at this the restaurant. This episode was so long. There was so much <laughs> of them. Y'all, all these two-hour episodes feel like they're four hours to they me. Are. I can't handle long episodes. Um, So they're, they're asking – she says um, – they're asking what they want to – before she said that, she said, we have different views in life. Uh, no alcohol. I don't drink very much alcohol because yes. it's not healthy. Um, I do want to say, I meant to say this too. She isn't, it's not healthy. She does say on the phone with her friend, I know I've been with him for two years, but I just don't trust him yet. And I'm like, yeah. if you've been with somebody for two years and you don't trust him. I'm, I'm wondering what, what, what aspects of Mike that she doesn't trust. Because I don't trust. think Mike trusts her either. Yeah. We see that. I wonder what trust is to her. Like, is it... Is it complete transparency? Does she think he's hiding like hiding things from her? I think trust is a little bit of, you know, because actually we talk about Mike's emotional intelligence. I don't, the, another reason why I think Natalie has trauma is because her emotional maturity yeah. is not advanced. I honestly feel like 
um, uh, trust is when Mike agrees with her. Oh, don't you? Because that's her whole thing is that, or or th- that he she can even somehow, more than validation. It's almost like she wants him to trust is somehow kind of coming over to her worldview of how she eats, how they should live. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I could here's buy that. the deal: like there, we talk about this later, y'all. They're gonna do the if Mike does this eating challenge thing. Which and is then he goes every, back a week to, on a week off, and of, he goes back to eating meat and doesn't do it again. She's gonna get pissed. Yeah, um, we had a lot of people come at us about, and Natalie. People were saying, "Is Natalie a vegan? Is she a pescatarian?" I'm um, confused. She's eating eggs. She's eating fish. My friend, I had a friend. I'm not going to mention her, but she said Natalie is what we call an ugly terrian. What's an ugly? She tarian? only eats food that she thinks that is ugly, but like cows and and like cute things she won't eat. Oh, <laughs> wow! Yeah, um, but she'll eat a fish because she thinks fish are ugly, uh, or or they don't feel things. Okay, um, but I, I'm just think that's what she said. But that's an interesting idea. That is an interesting idea. But people don't eat cows because they're sweet. Or ducks because they're cute, which or or even even some chickens. Chickens are horrible. <laughs> um, but she will eat scallops as we saw, mm-hmm. um, which did have parents. Um, and you can be a pescatarian. I'm not judging you. You can do anything you want, you guys. Um, I don't. But she is judging Mike she's, for eating meat. She's judging him for eating meat. She, that made no sense. We'll get to that, but it made no sense because he's eating meat and she's judging him, and she gets scallops. And she said, um, "She said someone's lives were taken. You're for about you to, to eat, eat that. scallops. It made I no just, sense. It is the y'all. We live in Los Angeles, the the mecca of veganism and of everything. And even people here know not to say meat is murder. You know Although, when you're eating." I know some people that are vegan that do or like that will say, uh, I don't eat that because I think it's murder. But guess what? They don't eat any animals or right. any byproducts. They, they, like, the, they walk the walk. They walk the walk. One of my good friends who used to do uh, after was Ali Kona is a vegan and like she walks the walk. And so I super respect and their social, that. And I have vegan friends and their social media uh, accounts are completely dedicated yes. to not using any animal products. Cody Kersley any, from Riverdale. Yeah. And who I, I respect that. I respect yeah, totally. that kind of veganism. It's made me think differently about it. I'll, yeah. Cody will post things and I'll go, huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, some of it even is meant to be inciting you to kind of yeah. to hit you in the gut and think. But, but they the, don't eat scallops. But the worst thing to do is to bully you as you're about to dig into a steak. When you're that's, eating that's meat. That's not going to help. Yeah. I'm still going back to that. Well, technically, scallops aren't, they, they, in, in dietary, di, di, dietary, dietarily, scallops aren't technically meat. They are, they are, they are seafood. Um, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, she, it still had parents. If she's going to say that, she needs to have a plate of fucking kale with a lemon <laughs> vinaigrette on it. Um, I will say a sissy came at us and says, I just want you to know that veganism, the, the privilege in veganism is so strong in our sissy squad because people who that vegan, is a thing. Yeah. Veganism is oftentimes much more expensive. Um, and people will often say, well, I can eat rice and beans and blah, blah, blah. That's not necessarily veganism. 
well, it's not necessarily going to be as healthy. Well, also people that it is sad that people, even vegetarian people in uh, um, lower socioeconomic status can't afford that. Yeah. They can't like do that. Wick, you know, or they like don't have access Wick to benefits. Yeah, there are food deserts, yeah. you guys, that have that that aren't going to be able to provide for veganism. You know what so I think it is, is quite a privilege. Not right now because of COVID, but you know, I lived in one part of Los Angeles with this whore. Yeah. And it was a nicer part of like our grocery store was in like one of the nicer parts yeah. of Los Angeles. And then I moved to an area that was still being gentrified predominantly african-american black community i went to the ralph's there when i'd been to the ralph's that was biased that we would yeah. go to and i was sh- within two and a half miles of each other i was such a white privilege moment of seeing oh fuck the difference of what is offered in i this can't get my escarole yeah the, yeah there's <laughs> yeah. no yeah the fact that the organic section yeah at our old grocery store was three aisles yeah and here it was not even a half of one aisle yeah and I, it really made me think like what well, and i still don't know that what causes it why is it that way you know is it chicken or but some people could say well it's because you know some people might say well those communities don't want healthy food no i just i think if we offer the racism anyway, yeah, that's redlining. It. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it I, is. That's what I think it is too. Yeah. So y'all, when COVID is over, drive to another when you feel like it when it's safe. Drive to a grocery store of the same company that's out of your neighborhood and yeah, see the that may difference. not be the same the same socioeconomic and class you as your neighborhood. How lucky you are to be able to be a vegan yeah. where you live, and, and it's not to shame you for where not, you live. Not at all. Not that, at all. That's great. You can be, a, but maybe it'll inspire you to help. Yeah. And I, and I want to say when I go, I have friends who are vegans and when I go to dinner with them and in the old days when we would go out to dinner um, and when we would go to a vegan place or a place that kind of is vegan and you're like, oh, yeah, I, kinda, I love vegan food. What a privilege that is. It is. Yeah. Because it's usually more expensive. Oh, yeah, I spend way more. Now, there are some good restaurants here in L.A. I've heard that vegan cum is sweeter. Is that true? I feel like you would know. You know, I've heard that people I that dated eat meat a vegan, I dated a, a I dated a vegan chef for a while. Y'all, this is reality gays. We're um, talking about semen. And I never drank his semen. Um, Shocker, because I know yeah. that you you often drink from the cup. Now, I was quite a receptacle in other oh, places. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> I can't speak to the taste. Oh, yeah. I thought you called it the Holy Grail. <laughs> You're like Indiana Jones. G- g- gotta save my father. G- 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 <laughs> that made no sense. Nope. Nope. Hey, friend, can you go drink that? Seaman <laughs> save me. Um, we just dis- disgusted everyone. <laughs> um, so I so definitely Mike is a meat eater, and he even says he's like, yeah, I'd, he's like, yeah, well, we'll try it. We'll try one week on, one week off. Again, the way he says it is so yeah, sure. It's very I'm, dismissive. I'm easy breezy, sure, not a big deal. And y'all, this is he's where he's gonna get Wendy's every night when he's oh, coming home. He's gonna. I told you where I said he's gonna drive. To, yeah, he'll fucking eat what he wants. Go to when Burger he goes King. Yeah. yeah, and totally. that that is a bit it of sucks. That's the undercurrent that I think. Oh, I just had a light bulb moment. Do you think that Mike thinks Natalie is dumb because she doesn't know English is in her first language and he's not and she's not an American? So therefore he's more intelligent than she is and can get away with shit. Possibly. 
Yeah. I think so too. I think that he feels like he's always like pulling a fa- because that's one of her when Natalie energetically consents that he's not there. I think she knows uh he thinks she's naive. That I, yes. I think. I think he thinks she's naive. Yeah. And I don't More think she's dumb. Is. I think she's he thinks that's she's a better, really naive. That's a better, don't throw your phone down. It was on making the noise. It's fine. This is why all your technology I, is I torn have a up. rug. <sighs> so you guys, uh the next day, um, they're at the fall. She's so happy. He he picks her up. They're having good times. Yes. yes. It's when they are discovering new things, you guys, Natalie turns into like an excited child she's just she's at her most lovable it is and a very lovable she's, there's not there's not there's no anxiety there's yes. no um she forgets about the kind of anxiety there's of the world. no that that kind of darkness and that weird um broodiness that she's so see because i'm broody as fuck y'all i'm not and i'm not the best boyfriend so see impli- <laughs> uh well you know what you're fair i'm fair unless you're <laughs> Unless they do something to to uh, to um, put spite into, yeah, then watch out. But it's on the other side. Like there is this childness to her. Like, do you think Natalie would ever? Would she ever do the bills in the household? She I don't doesn't know. seem like she could. No, not I think she, she could do that. Not that she couldn't. It seems like that would stress her out. Uh, it, she she needs to be protected. Yeah, there's a protection. Not an that's what that's what she's looking for. That's what she's looking for. Yeah. She wants to feel safe. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I think it. that's all she wants. Um, that's what we most of and us all want. I don't think he can give that to her. Yeah. Well, y'all, no one can give you your safety. Only you can give yourself that. It's like um, happiness. And but you she can't. Not allowed to. You know what kind that. of says safety to me? Oh, Jesus. Brisket nachos. That's fair. <laughs> y'all. That Mike orders. If you've never had brisket nachos. Oh, my God. You're missing out. And of course, she's like. Not having it. Now, this was the day after Mike promised, and, and she said, what? Brisket, what brisket? And he says, it's meat. And she says, no meat. No, no, you said a week. And he's like, no, I'm at next week. And I went, this is gaslighting. It is. We just is. saw the scene, and you were so major Mike face of, mm, this, mm, this, he could have, in shitty. good faith, in good faith, he could have gotten something that was non-meat or even pescatarian in good faith. This is this a little bit. I this was, was like, shitty. I agree. This is him. This is when I first thought, does he not want to be with her? Is he trying to be a dick so she'll break up with him and leave? In in some ways, I think he was needling her because I think it was aggressive. Yeah. In a way, I think he thinks in a really weird way. That she needs that to keep the drama going. Because again, like Natalie, I agree with that. Because again, like Natalie said, in the bedroom, they don't have any problem. Right. It's like Jovi and Yara. The sex is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, so when she gets the black bean burger, you guys, she eats it and she's like, oh, this tastes good. Are you sure it's not made? <laughs> That's, that's true. That's very much disordered eating, you guys. <laughs> when they when they're constantly asking. Later on, they get a root beer dessert. Oh God, are we still she, on? The, oh yeah. She basically says, "No, I'm not drinking. This is beer. This is beer. It tastes like beer to me." But because he because needs it's her, unhealthy. She doesn't trust him. Yeah. And 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 that's why I can see why people would she, think this is gaslighting. Well, because she but, also says, "What about the wedding? We need to talk about the wedding, you guys." 
this is not the time. This is, but this is also, this is quite unfair to her. You moved her out of here. She's living in butt fucking Egypt. Yeah. And now you're saying, I don't know if I want to get married or not. So she's thinking, I moved out here and I'm just going to have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I, I think the last thing he wanted to talk, he, he wants to talk about is getting married right now. I just think Mike never wants to talk about anything adult. I agree. I yeah. just think they could not have two more disparate ways of communicating. Yeah, yeah. they're horrible and, for one another. Yeah, horrible. Should we take a break? Please, can we, we move are, on to something happier? We Jesus, are, we are at, we are at forty. Like here, we, we should take a break. You guys, reality gaze. Reality gaze. We'll be back in just a second. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. 
and they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash realitygaze. That's MeUndies.com slash realitygaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle, I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens And we're about with Stephanie yeah. from Grand Rapids Um... <laughs> I just wanna um I just wanna tell you cousin that um I'm not gonna give them the money to decrease their manhood. I'm gonna give them money to make them feel better behind their back. 
this is a really short segment, which enraged me enraged because me. I need more Stephanie in from Grand yes. Rapids. This was, y'all. I'll be honest. <laughs> I do like the She's season. My favorite person so far. <laughs> well, I do like the season. I do like these couples, but this was a heavy episode. This episode think, felt like five hours. I think the entire season is really heavy. Um, from it's what they've given us, entertaining, but I I don't even know if it's that. Now, I like a lot Stephanie of from Grand Rapids, oh. very entertaining. Stephanie's um, at one of her medical spas. Y'all remember they do weight loss injections and aging injections. Yeah, and they're with their cousin. She's there. Ryan, her, cousin, her cousin Ryan and Shannon. Oh my gosh, Siri was listening and just brought up med spas on my watch. That's weird. You gotta go to Skin Envy. Gotta go to Skin Envy. Skin Envy. Um, so like, like Stephanie can't stand Face House. Face House. Oh, I would love. I love Face House. You go. It's like instead of being a frou frou spa, okay. it's like a. It's like when you get your hair cut. There's pe- chairs. So like you're getting a facial, not the kind of facials you're used to. Okay. But you're getting a facial, and somebody's sitting. Right beside you again, not like the facials you're used to, but I'm it's like, like in not bar- familiar, <laughs> not familiar. You're in barber's chairs, basically. Yeah. Anyway, so wait, no one's getting fucked. No, okay. <laughs> I liked it. I'm not not familiar. Not familiar. Um, so Ryan and Shannon are there. We couldn't talk. We don't know if they're her cousins. If they're a couple, it doesn't matter. But I two could not tell if they were a couple, which you know. You know, more power to you. Yeah, no, yeah. Or did. maybe they are her cousins. Well, I um, wanted to know because one of them really went in on her, and I wanted. To, and I thought this would be super interesting to me if you're not the cousin by blood, but the cousin by yeah. marriage going in on her. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but she helped Shannon lose a lot of weight. So, and now Shannon's having a baby. So Ryan is there to lose weight. Da da da. Who fucking cares? It's an advertisement. Ryan, who is not her fiance. Also, the name of Ryan. Ryan's name is R Y A N N E. Yes. So she, we've got her cousin Ryan, who is female, presumably, and her uh, fiance okay. Ryan. R- Ryan from Ladyville, Belize. R Y A N Ryan. So, okay. My 27 year old fiance from Ladyville, Belize. Now she tells him, she's like, look, cousins, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that he's going to ask me to marry him. Because don't get too New York in your accent. And because it needs to be more Midwestern. He knows I want to wear my mother's ring, and I'm bringing the ring. Yeah, and they're like, "Go, go." <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's like, "Does it make you mad because he's crazy? He's twenty years younger. Is that what it is? And from a different country? Does it make it crazy? Yeah. And yes. pa- and Pam, the assistant, who's like." You know, I've known her for so many years, and I've never really seen her be this into a guy. So we're all a little concerned. But Ryan, her cousin, not Ryan. Ryan, her fiancé from Ladyville, Belize. Her her cousin Ryan is like, yes, yes, that does make you sound crazy. That makes us concerned. concerned. Now, we hear we have another piece of the puzzle here. Turns out, uh, she says, I'm paying for the essentials and helping uh, helping the parents since coronavirus for five hundred or thirteen hundred dollars a month. So he's that's paying their big, rent. That's a big. That's jump. a lot of money. That's a lot of money, but it's also a big jump. Yeah, that big, is a big range. Big range. Mean. Yes, I agree. Yes. Um, y'all, this is a huge red flag. 
anytime you are completely uh, financially responsible for someone. Now we know why mom talks no, to her. There is no equal playing field. There's and not. unfortunately, and you kind of need those for a relationship. Unfortunately, it's almost impossible to completely subsidize financially someone you're in a relationship with. I you have to really, really talk with them. Yeah, because I've been in a relationship where the other was financially helping the other one, and they're really the relationship didn't get better until we both were financially responsible and both financially able to contribute. Yeah. It does make a difference. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I'm not saying I would not want a man to pay for everything I had. That's what. <laughs> this is what, again, we would but, be doing this in a studio but I, right now. But are we I w- recording, by the way? We are. I, I will say that was one of the reasons that, it's hot that, in here. that dating wealthier men was a problem for me. Um, even in my 20s when... Um, Here's the deal with if Poodle. I, now, if I could kill them, it would be fine. Poodle <laughs> wants to be bought... But he can't be bought. I can't be bought. Boy, That's that true. is that is the that is that is a conundrum. You, you have just read me for filth, and I'm not really happy about it. That is why. Oh God, what's happening? My sweater's cut my cord. That's why I'm dealing with this shit right now instead of an air conditioned studio on Vine Boulevard. Well, <laughs> I think it's Vine Street. Um, well, it was, it's COVID anyway, so we'd be here anyway, bitch. No, we'd rent out a private, and there we would be. If you had a rich husband, he we'd have it cleaned. I guess they'd so. all be wearing masks. If I had a rich husband, he'd be dead in a year. <laughs> if I had a rich husband, a dee 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 dee, he'd be dead. <laughs> Y'all, mark my words. Actually, we're we're going to take all these podcasts down if I marry a rich husband. Because oh yeah, they'll oh. they'll know what I'm going to do. Y'all, if. <laughs> If the podcast suddenly goes away, it's because I married well. Check the New York Times because <laughs> Poodle's going to have a wedding announcement. Uh, <laughs> Jake, uh, Jake Anthony, forty, uh, married Chester Tomlinson the fourth, eighty-five, eighty-five. <laughs> They're both excited to spend the rest of their lives together. Exactly. However long that may be. <laughs> In attendance, his business partner, Matthew Marr, a.k.a. known as Catman because of his plastic surgery. <laughs> um, and his mother, Poodle, who was quoted as saying, does anyone object to this wedding? And suddenly, in the middle of St. Patrick's Cathedral, we heard a... <laughs> <laughs> that was her only objection. <laughs> I've I've had her muscled for the occasion. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. There would be four people at that wedding because I uh-huh. would allow any of his family. <laughs> I would have banned them. <laughs> banned them. I would have sent a decoy wedding. They yeah. they would have gone somewhere else. <laughs> so then I get power of attorney and we get that fixed. So uh, he got it, but then she says, "Well, he got a job at a resort. I, he got a job as the resort, and uh, here, but but I should tell you, I should I should tell you, so you don't you, you don't think less of him. Uh, I had a friend there, and his friend said, "I'll hire him, but only if you'll pay his wages." So I've been paying him. So she pays for his job. We don't know if that's in addition to wow. the extra money she gives as well. I think it is. I think it is too. So you guys, Ryan. So here's here's what's fucked up about this even more. 
she's not telling him this because she wants she doesn't it's want to emasculate self esteem. Good for self esteem. I I need more of this person. I, I cannot. Can't. I cannot. Because we're going to see them. <laughs> right? There's clips of them together, right? Yeah. I can't wait for them to, to be together. This is the bright spot of the season for me. Um, strangely enough, Julie and Julia and Brandon. I kind of. I actually enjoyed Julia more than any of Brandon and Brandon's family. Obviously. Oh yeah. I really love um, Julia. Uh, I can't stand Andrew and Amira's storyline. I hate it. I'm glad we didn't have to deal with it because it just saddens me. I feel sorry for Amira. Yeah. Um, Y'all, for all we know, she's still detained in Mexico City right now. And I will say, Rebecca and Ziad make me hopeful, but I think we're going to get a lot of stress with them. Uh, just because I think we're gonna get fake drama with them. Maybe, maybe I feel like maybe, they're not maybe that... nothing's that interesting. Y'all, he got a fucking HVAC certification and yeah. can get a job. It's fine. Like. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and talk about another couple that most of the time gives me nothing but hives, and that is oh, Jovi and Yara. This was <laughs> bleak. This was bleak. This was sad. Yeah. It was just so. Oh, I most felt of you her. have have brought out not most of you, but some of you have said that uh, Yara reminds you of Stacy Keenan from My Two Dads, and she totally does. She totally. <laughs> Totally does. I just wanted to bring that up because we haven't brought it up yet. That's who it is. Stacey Keenan. It's like, what's her name? We finally realized it's from Game of Thrones. Melisande. Uh, uh, Missandei. Missandei, yeah. yeah it was yeah. Amy uh, from Amy and Danny. So, um. They get a white rug. From Amazon. Amazon. Y'all, it's way too small for the room. I, I thought That's, so, too. Mis- I used to do that, too. Mistake. You want Y'all. Two things about a rug. I'm going to give you some advice. It should fit almost your entire room. Entire room. And Poodle fought me on this, and then he did it, and he was like, I agree with you. You were right. A rug pad. Get a rug pad underneath your rug. Yeah, because it's going to slide. Especially in that kind of loft space they're in, that things are going to slide all around. And a lot of people are like, oh, this rug feels nice. It's often the rug pad, not the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, uh... I will say a lot of her taste is quite Olga esque, like my cousin Olga. <laughs> yes, it's very white. She wants very yeah white. She wants things, to, but I guess like does she? I don't know what it looks like where she's from, but does she want it to look like? I I know that when we saw um, she's from the Ukraine, right? Yeah. Well, when we saw um, what's her name, Lana. Lana, when you like we saw the Ukraine is just older. It's not yeah. there's not a lot of new things I, there. I think so her, maybe that's why. I think her taste is very luxe. Yeah. Like she likes things that look really expensive. Even though that rug wasn't expensive, it looked expensive. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing for her. She's so happy that Jovi's like, What else do you want? And she just kind of spews this litany and I went, Oh, <laughs> Oh, I want a million dollars. I, I want, want the, the penthouse. I want the twenty-seven million dollars. Kardashians as friends. Oh, and I was went. I went. Oh, oh, <laughs> y'all. Keep that to yourself, honey. <laughs> if if uh, Will Smith showed up as the genie in this moment, he'd say, "Girl, you crazy. <laughs> Girl, you crazy." So, I want to talk about another huge point which threw me. Uh, when she said, take off your shoes, it's a white rug. And he's like, what do you mean take off my shoes? Take off your shoes in the house. This is a thing for me. I know I made you do it. You weren't, you weren't, I, I had to kind of make you do it. 
You didn't uh, make me do it. But it wasn't normal for you to take your shoes off when you came in my house. My grandma Hazel would we'd have to take our shoes off in her house. Yeah. But I, I make people do that. Mm-hmm. Um and uh but it's I don't think it's a European thing like they said. And uh, there are parts of, the, of, of America where you don't take your shoes off in and the house. when we lived together as roommates, we, we didn't. I never, always took my shoes but off. But you never talked about, but you never talked about wanting to take your shoes off. I, I would have supported I, that rule. I, ma- I made fun of you for keeping your shoes on. You I just don't, don't remember, remember it. No, yeah. I don't remember that. But I also, I could not say that because it wasn't exactly my place. I would have to. I would you could have to, brought that up. That wouldn't have bothered me at all. I think I had more bigger fish to fry. <laughs> so did I. Um, Boy, the days yeah. that I made him clean out his music room. But yeah, I just it kind was of... like getting a kid. It was like giving a fat kid to give up his last piece of chocolate to torture him. It to was do hard. That. Um, We're so, better for each other. We are. Um, so he, she basically tells him, uh, "Sorry, New Orleans people, I do not like this city." Um, and, and she does say, people pee on the street. You wear your shoes. And, and Jovi like, says, people. nobody pees on the street here. And I wanted to say, you're a liar. You've never. Uh, I've peed on the street in yeah. New Orleans. Tell me you haven't. Uh, It smells like piss. Tell me you haven't, though. I have. Yeah, I know. Um, I, it's everyone who's ever been to New Orleans knew he was a liar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when he said that. Yeah. And just because he's never peed on the streets, which he had, no, he probably just waits till he gets home and pisses himself in his bed. Um, oh, wow, that was... Well, come on, Jovi passes out every night. He probably passes out a lot. Yeah. Um, she does call it a nasty village. <laughs> you know, I will say, she she's not... I respect her way of communication. She's probably not the most political person in the world. For she's probably not the most lovable at the beginning. She's not um, the most lovable. She she also is not <laughs> definitely from the Poodle Sky Academy. She she is <laughs> she is she also is um she's very self involved. Oh yeah, like so is, so is he though. So is he? Yes, yeah. I think. Oh, y'all, they're kind of made for one another in, in a, a way. weird way. Although I think she's way better than him. Oh, like, totally. I think he's totally. a piece of shit. He should a- know anytime we dig at, Ar- at Yara, it's like Yara's still like a seven and Joey's a fucking one. He's the shittiest person on this season. Yeah, he is. I, especially for the men. He's he did look, definitely he did the look more handsome with some stubble. I agree. His hair is Bounced out his freakish mouth. Abominable. It's not all, great. He, he, a little product would go a long way. Yeah. Um, but he's he's such a shitty person on the inside. He's always demeaning her. Always. Uh, always. Yeah. So, um, and so they're going out, and uh, and she's of course she's trying to do a selfie. She's like, oh, I look so fucking fat because so she's always obsessed with her weight. Like she it's, looks it's, beautiful. She yeah. looks fine. She's gorgeous. He gets um, her the new phone, and she's like, you're. You're now the best boyfriend of the world. <laughs> now, this is what's transactional, and I think that's kind of how he relates to her. That's what she, he kind of, he can deal, he can understand that. Because he's transactional, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he's, she's talking about, he's, they're out to dinner. And they're going to have a romantic dinner because he's leaving the next he's day. He's leaving, and he's like, my mom is going to text you in a couple days, and she's like, I 
okay, great. I don't, I'm not really looking to be friends with your mom. I need, I want friends my age. And then he starts, start, he starts wanting to start talking about a family. And, uh, and she said, do you think you're ready for kids? And like with your schedule, four yeah. weeks off, four weeks on. And Jovi's like, well, my mom did that. And that was fine. My mom yeah. had four weeks. My dad did this, but he's forgetting that. His mother's from the United States. Where she can be taken care of by all of her relatives. Her mother. And her th- yeah. And all, she has, has a support system. Fucking no one out here. So she's this all is, by herself. This is not ideal for Yara to start a family right now. It's interesting because earlier they. I'm not just. Four weeks alone. I'm not just saying this to like pat myself on the. Really, earlier when we were watching this and they were just. I was like, why are they not. You, I, I think their sex is great, but I was kind of asking myself, why are they together? And they were always going at each other. And I thought, there's something deeper about this, yeah. like this. And so it, it kind of got revealed this episode. But I even thought, I'm glad that it come, it came. I didn't expect all of her resentment and deep feelings to come yeah. up because, but it, we see it. And play I think out. we know why. And and I want to just make a point here, you guys. A huge kind of bomb was dropped. Yeah. Um, on this episode that. Uh, we 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 had already heard that he left her in Europe, uh, in Albania or something like that when she, she was. She didn't have a passport. Yeah, and that's what we heard. We didn't know that was during the uh, the miscarriage. She had a miscarriage. That she had. So now, look, I want to. I want to. She has to have an operation exactly. in Albania. I want to take care of something and just talk about something that on the second episode where these two were inter- were were introduced. Uh. We were kind of the the way I was looking at all of this, and I'm like, this is really strange. They're talking about this kind of miscarriage, and they're all kind of glossing over it. And um, and I was I I usually watch the show talking to two friends who are both female, and we were saying, boy, this. So he basically kind of married her anyway after the mis- miscarriage. He's like, well, I might as well. I'm already in too deep, and said something pretty awful that we kind of commented on mm-hmm, yeah um but the two female friends i was talking to at the time said you know there was never a baby mm-hmm. that no one goes scuba diving like that everyone they were that. showing the scuba diving picture basically and they the said editing they, was happening at the same she time she was pregnant and i, they showed and the I said and i said on the podcast that i didn't think there was a baby and i will say that was wrong of me and i should have never said that it was wrong it was way over my uh, way out of bounds for me to even say that and to even speculate that, especially on the podcast. Um, I mean, but, yes, but... but... I, I get that, but I just want to say that was wrong of me to, to, to speculate because that's not any of my business to speculate and to not believe a woman who said she's had a miscarriage. Agreed, agreed. Um, but, and I think the show manipulated us, though, into not as an excuse, but yeah. this was... All over Reddit and Twitter, it was trending that sh- right. that people. But so I, it wasn't just you. I, I know, but I but I want to apologize. And I know, as a man, you should you yeah. should be more. And but, but I but I even even though I saw it on Reddit and I saw it on Twitter, I want to apologize for saying it. Um, and because I now believe she from seeing her reaction, there's no doubt in my mind she had a miscarriage. No doubt, and I think that. And I and I and I, I think I, though I'm, I'm kind of sick for saying it. So I'm sick, sick to my stomach for saying it. Well, but I, 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 you know, I, I, yeah, I would feel sick too. And this is what y'all we have to remember that um, it's quote unquote real life, but it's also a reality show. For instance, it's like yep. you know the scene where Mike goes and talks to 
uh, Natalie, some people pointed out she's wearing a completely different outfit, and they right. edited it as it just happened. So right. I, I think that they did that he said about being pregnant and they immediately show a picture of her scuba di- scuba diving. Right. And that we had so many women I mean listeners and that I I'm not, thought I'm not, that was a I'm red not, flag. I'm not I'm I'm not going to explain myself or, or cast blame on any listeners who told me that. No. But when I said that I had tons of people who said Yeah, you're you're right. There's no way and I, I, I felt bad about it as soon as I said it. You know what I think part and of me feels bad about, because I thought about that too, is that I feel a little like they edited it that way and they played off our um, yeah. American privilege of thinking that everybody from Ukraine or Russia is going to take advantage of somebody. Yeah. They and, played off and of I, that. And I will say the first episode... TLC played off of yeah, that, I mean. The Aura... Yeah, Aura... Yara got a really nasty edit. She as did. being a sugar baby who was. She really came off yeah. as this, and, and I don't see that. I don't say that we anymore. Don't, we don't see um, that anymore. It's so because uh, I was. Um, I, I actually think I think she wants a life in the United States, and I do think I I don't know if she loves Jovi. I think she wants to love Jovi. Yeah, I don't know if she does. I was I was talking. Um, I think still, still we, she might have taken a class too at Poodle. Uh, uh, yeah, the Olga Pulskaya yeah. Institute for 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 girls who want rich men marry them. Yes. Um. Uh. I I was talking to Allie from Ninety Gay uh, Slumber Party, mm-hmm. and so because sometimes we and and uh, she had said a similar thing, and I was talking about it, and we were both kind of commiserating about it. That yeah, we were sad. She we felt said sick it. about it. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, um, well, uh, I'm I'm sorry I said it, and it's not something I want to like to uh, to. I, I'm not going to wade into that again. Well, the best. So here's the deal: the best thing in life is to take responsibility for your words and your actions, no matter what yep. side you're on, and move on from it. It's the people that get stuck in their stuck in their. Whatever yeah. it is that are really yeah. having problems and in I, life, and I acknowledge so my privilege as a male to be able to even say anything because I will never experience anything like that. But again, especially as a gay guy, you, we got to remember, fucking Matt Sharp. They edit this with American privilege. Yeah, it's the same thing as like like I felt I felt a little sick when I found out Ari fought so much not to get in the car and drive. And then they had a car accident on the way there, and TLC never showed it. Yeah. That was gross. So anyway, y'all, you always have to remember that, yes, we're responsible for our own thoughts and whatever we say, but also, we're being manipulated here. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but basically, that's that's kind of all it I was, wanted to say there. It was gut-wrenching, though, to see her cry. Yeah, it was really... And I, see, I feel really... This I feel, is a deeper thing. This is a deeper thing that I was like, what is it? It's that it's not about... Her not feeling comfortable in New Orleans. It is that at the base of it, she does not trust him because she thinks whether he meant to or not, he she left thinks her he left Europe. her to have an uh, to have an operation when she was miscarrying their baby. Yeah, and and because he needed to go work. I'm telling and, you now, Jovi is not the person that's gonna. The thing that Jovi does that's so terrible. He never needs to be a father ever. Well, when Yara says, "Which Jovi, this is upsetting," he never, even in that moment, he never. He should have stopped and said, "Man, yeah, I bet that was horrible for you. I can't imagine well, what you were going through." I don't think he has that chip in him. No, it's yeah. just like wait, no, you don't understand it. 
Nothing can be his fault. That's what he said. He said it's not my fault. He said that's the difference of what you just did of saying, I regret that I said something. I'm sorry. I apologize. That to me is a true human where Jovi will never do that. That's an adult. Well, he will never do that. And he's been he's been enabled to a fault to think he's a son and he's a man and men have that privilege in Southern culture. Wow. It's it's one of the reasons he's the shittiest person on the season, you guys. And he's Definitely. not that good in bed. No, and and she said something in her Instagram on like having a big dick. If if anything, it's girthy. It wait, is wait, wait, not wait, wait, big. Wait, wait, wait. Well, hold on. Wait, wait. Yes, wait, there wait. was there was wait, a wait. <laughs> Stop the press. Uh, Who is that? Yara, Vicky Vale. I did not know this. Yara Yara said someone someone did an an AMA Yara did an AMA and they asked her does Jovi have a big uh, eggplant Egg and she's like yes why do you think I flew from Russia she's in her comedy hour she's doing the Yaki oh. comedy hour but y'all it's not big it may be girthy but that's all it is I don't buy it yeah been wrong before though maybe she has slender walls boy I remember <laughs> once this little very short guy I got with oh man Boy, um, he pulled it down, and I went, that's not coming near me. Yeah. It sometimes anyway, happens. Basically, later on, he's like, sorry, what can I tell you? You know, I got to go. And, I, boy, he really does lack a lot of empathy. It really Ugh. is. There's, and you know what? I bet that Jovi does have feelings about losing his own baby. Oh, Totally. But he'll never be able to go there or experience that. Yeah. Because for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But it's, uh, I think that's where she, I think if he just validated her hurt and met her where, and tried to meet her where that hurt is with his own vulnerability, so much of this relationship would be healed. I. I agree with that, but I think straight men have to be educated to do that. Society will not teach you to validate a woman's uh, emotions. You have to be, you have to... It's getting uh, better. Mothers mothers raising young boys right. and young girls right now, or young people, yeah. are the way they're but, teaching... But I'm saying culture vulnerable. will not teach you. Yeah. Your this parents is also in the, have to teach this you. This is also in the Deep South. Yes, and this is still very patriarchal, you guys. And we don't know what's happened or what's with his dad. Uh, I don't know. Because a I lot of sons learn their emotional from their language fathers. from their, their, their same-sex parents. Fathers and sons. So. Uh, from anyway. working. Fathers and sons. Do you know the song? Um, we cut it when I did it. <laughs> it was a girls' camp. We're not going to do fathers and sons. <laughs> it was all girls' cast. No. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, I'm done with them. And in uh, fact, you... I just want to say the last thing Joey says is, "I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought this up." Ugh. You guys, uh, he's so if awful. someone's upset and he's you say, so "I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought this up," now you could say, "I'm sorry, I brought this up, and that it's so painful for yeah. you." But basically, he just said, "I don't want to talk about this." And anyway, his underwater robot who looks like Rosie from the Jetsons says, you are a jerk. Jerk. <laughs> jerk. I need to go carry the oil from the other yep. module. Yes. 
You're an asshole. Can we talk about two people we like? Rubica. So much. I love them <laughs> so much. Um, so much. I, you said this earlier, and I think you're exactly right. This is going to be a season of unnecessary created drama for them. I'm telling you, Rebecca and Zied have their shit together. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, Y'all, she, Rebecca manages a chicken ha- a plate. She knows what to do. So that's hard. Rebecca, uh, she ha- Re- Zied hasn't seen Rebecca in a year, and I wrote down, "What the fuck is she doing using a shopping cart moving to this loft?" <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I was like, "Did you just find <laughs> that outside and you just piled your shit in?" Th- it? This is the middle of COVID. You just can't touch a random shopping cart. I don't know. I was very confused. Um, uh, and I've got to say, what do you think about loft spaces like this one? I want to hear so your clar- opinion. I want to clarify for people that some a lot of people still don't watch the show. They just okay. listen to us. Yeah. So Rebecca is not going to move in with her daughter and her yes, daughter. I should say that. Yeah, right. Good move, Rebecca. Smart. Good. She's moving into this loft space. Um, that she kind of like open floor plan loft space. Um, I, probably like a former bank. They all a lot of them are. I actually, I'm totally, I think it's fine to live in a lot. I think they're pretty. I think there would be a cool, um, I would live, I don't want to live like downtown, but some of those buildings like in the arts district that only like, they're yeah. only like three or four stories high, not the super high, those yeah. like lofts. I think those would be cool to live in. I just don't want to live, I have to go downtown and live. Yeah, I just find them so cold. I find the marble uh, and... The high ceilings, cold. I don't know, and I, I and the and the the kind of one room aspect of it. I um, um well, I think I've been in a lot of lofts downtown. Let's just say visiting friends. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it felt cold because you uh, <laughs> couldn't say your name or hi. <laughs> they just open. They open the little uh, password, please. Um, no, I, I think, I think pickle, the issue is, um, I like, I like high ceilings. Those actually, I, I, you know what? I shouldn't have said high ceilings. That's not what bothers me as much. It's the, uh, the, the kind of organization of space and how you have to, in a loft space, you have to work really hard at creating coziness. You know Um, why? Probably, um, you, Sorry, my notes fell off. I had to put them on my phone. You know, I probably you get intimidated by loft space, which is, I I'm not little, intimidated by them. I don't but like a little them. bit too is that Poodle and I are not decorators. We are no, not, I'm not like we, our houses look cute, but we do not have that gay decorating. No, so I do agree with you that I like the openness and the high high ceilings and all. And sometimes lofts have really cool lighting. I would have to have somebody decorate it. You have to work hard at it. I yeah. could not do it. If, if I lived, it would be like a cold one room echo chamber and feel like a cave. Yeah, I would need you have to. to you but have I love to, a brick wall. You have to work hard. You have to. You have to set off rooms. Um, Y'all come at us with your loft spaces that you have done impeccably. Yes, because I want to see that. I, I'm gonna. My goal. I one think day. they are hard. I think they're very difficult to make feel homey. The ones that look homey are very expensive. I agree with that. But the big windows and all that. There's something I, I do love that. I love that. I agree. Um, but it, it in a way it feels like an artist studio, and that's not where you live. No, I get that. I get yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, it's it's. 
I, but there's I, also I, something cool that it's a space. The possibilities are endless. I, you I can totally go anywhere. Agree. And I kind of you could set up I your sling the, anywhere in a house <laughs> in a in a loft. And and part of me loves the idea of a loft space because I love the the kind of endless possibility idea. But like it, it's very it's very intimidating for me. No, it would be for me too to decorate. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because I'm in a, I'm like a, in a 1910 kind of uh, craftsman ish. Uh, what do you call this? This was Pueblo. <laughs> um, I don't know what it. Because I'm in the same type. I don't know what our apartment, yeah, what the, the style's called. It's just like stucco. It's not. Our, <laughs> you're not, you're not we don't know. You're not selling it again. We don't have that gauging, y'all. Now. Yeah. This is what I mean by there's not a lot of drama this couple. The big drama is Rebecca's lived in this loft before, in this building. Not with this her loft, but this building. Ex. With her ex from Morocco. But, yes, but she's not living in the same apartment. So who the we don't fuck think so, cares? But she's worried about what Ziad's going to say. Because she said he, they haven't really talked about her ex and he doesn't like it. Then don't tell him. It is so not a big I'm deal. I'm telling you, there's nothing. They've got their shit together. Yeah. So he is coming tomorrow, you guys. And yes. the loft space, she's got like her, of course, her bedroom. And the, of course, the mattress is on the floor. And uh, and of course, the, the blanket has his face on it. So does like the cup next to things. I, this it's is true. this is Rebecca's failing, you guys. I don't know. I don't know if she thinks it's cute. It just comes off as creepy to almost everyone else. A little. Uh, yeah. And I, I think I wrote down. I like think Rebecca, I said, just go to bed that afternoon and get a comforter. I know. I think I said on face or on Instagram today. I'm surprised bitch doesn't have his entire face tattooed between her boobs. <laughs> Maybe. So much. I always so there. much boobs. I always there, y'all, because Zied is a boob man. He is. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um. So in Tunisia, uh. So Z- oh wait, I just want to say there's this touching thing where Rebecca is sitting on the bed and like it's hitting her that this is actually happening. She gets yeah. emotional, and starts to cry, and Poodle screamed out, "Oh, she loves him!" <laughs> I did. <laughs> Y'all, I'm such a fucking bitch when it comes to emotions. I know I may not seem like it. I I get I get moved very easily. My emotions are kind of all on the surface anyway, good or bad, vengeful or are are vulnerable. I've They're ex- all right there. I've known that to be true. <laughs> and yours are all tamped down very deep. Don't know what you mean. <laughs> Don't know and, what you mean. And that seems like it would be the opposite, but it's actually not true. It's it's That's com- fair. I'm, I'm completely the vulnerable mushy one. Um mm. and you're the stone cold uh bitch. bitch. Yeah. Bitch. It's totally true. So Zied is basically pack there's not really a plot that much happens except for he's just packing in Tunisia. He's his uh, we see his mom, we see his dad, we see his sister. His mom's got these Warby Parkers on. It's so cute. His parents, again, we said this actually in their season, of his parents are some of the most normal oh, parents. Right. Um, and they're just normal parents that are sad their son's Even leaving. Even his sister. His sister's passive-aggressive, but she's kind of normal. She's normal passive Comparatively. Yeah, she's just like your Aunt Connie. She's lovable. <laughs> um, 
Ziad's friends who takes him to the airport Woo! are hot. I turned to Pooh and I said, are Tunisian men all hot? This, now, this would be a great Tim Tales scene. Oh, with yeah. just me oh, and these yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Just not a lot of talking. Just get to the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Tiptoe through. Stick it in. <laughs> So they're at the airport, yeah, and they all say goodbye. You know what Tim Tales is? You can Google it, but don't do it at work. They should give us a fee at this point. <laughs> um, um, what? Did, oh, VM, VM, how do you say sister? VM, I believe. VM, she said, you know, she said, I told him it's not okay that he's leaving. I don't like it, but it's his business. Yeah. And he is. Thank you. Uh, the, uh, what, a, what a wonderful uh, set of parents. Really? They yeah. seem like such a good... And Zia says, I love my family so much. So much. They mean everything in my <laughs> life. I am so nervous. Oh, he, him and that he haircut. He good, though, getting I'm on that like plane. I'm like touching myself looking at Y'all, him. Y'all, he got Ooh. his hair fixed. He's got his got little his glasses. Hair did. Got his, like, he's got his, like, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, uh, the serial killer from Milwaukee. Okay. Um, <laughs> Son of Sam? <laughs> No, uh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. He's got his Jeffrey okay. Dahmer glasses. No, I don't know but, about but that. But in a trendy way. No, I think he in looks tr- nice. <laughs> I think he looks handsome. I do remember I live with our, uh, my, my friend. This is when I lived in Texas. And I was lived with our friend Karen. And she was watching like a murder thing. But yeah. I didn't know what it was. I just came home. And I was walking the kitchen. I grabbed a Dr. Pepper. And I was walking back. And I was. And there was a guy on the TV. And I said, "Ooh, that guy's hot. I'd fuck him." And Karen looked at me. She went, "That's Jeffrey Dahmer." <laughs> and I went, "I'll make good choices." Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer in certain well, uh, a lot of those serial killers were good looking. Ted Bundy was gorgeous. They, they, because that was part of the thing. They lured We're getting you in. into a weird area. And let's, that's not, you know what? If you want to listen to murder, listen to a date with Dateline. Or, 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 or half the internet. Or half or the half, internet, or yeah. Or half the podcasts that yeah. are out there. Y'all should listen to a date with Dateline. They're a good. A They're good, wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. So, anyway, y'all. Um, is that the show? Yes, that's the show. That's the show. Y'all, we don't have any sissy spotlights this week. We're still doing that. Y'all, but, but we're going to give you a... We're going we're to give you... We're going to give you a topic. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. The Roman Catholic Church is neither Roman nor Catholic. <laughs> Discuss. We're not... That's that's not the... That's not what we're going to... We're, we're going to say, what's the new year about for you? What's the um, new year about for you? What resolution do you have? What What was your shittiest New Year's? Tell us about what you want in this next year. So if you're in the Patreon at the top tier, you have that number. We'll send that out again. And give us a call and leave a voicemail. We want to hear We want to hear you go off. And you know what? If you call us and say, I don't give a fuck about the New Year. You, I want to talk about my husband eating Doritos in bed. That's fine, too. Pop off. That pop, pop off. off. Pop Do off. That. Pop off, hoes. Do that, hoes. So we want to we hear from you. And if you, we're, we're, we'll send that number out again. Anything New Year related, whether it's like your best New Year's, what you want for the New Year's, what you're tired of hearing people talk about for the New Year's, whatever, what you want us to do in the New Year's, we may or may not do it. Um. Anyway, uh, you know, you can tell us if you want. We're going to do what we want. Exactly. That's uh, that. Root, what we want. What we want. That's what I want. What I want. <laughs> um. We're going to do what I want. And we're not going to recap it, but we did 
we should just do a little, like, just two-second final thoughts, because everybody's asking us, what did you think of the premiere of Drag Race? Um, I Because we hated, are reality gays. We can I talk about that. I hated the do format. It was hated it. I didn't care. I like, I like. Hated it. I like some of the queens. Hated it. Because <laughs> the queens, a lot of the queens aren't polished this season, and I like that. It reminds me of earlier seasons. Yeah, but, but the I format just, was slow. I just can't. It was slow. I, I know what you're saying, but it's hard to have a queen like Aquaria and then go back to one who was wearing that white blazer. I just can't. I kind of respect that. She needs help. She... It's, it's, it's kind of like Drag Race Quarantine she, Edition. She was wearing a white blazer and white hot pants that you could have bought at five ninety nine half fashion. They just picked everybody up from the ninety nine cent store there. <laughs> They're like, you want to be a contestant? You want to be a contestant? I, I here's the deal. Though. And I thought the lip sync choice, the lip sync winners were arbitrary. I really did. I thought too. It didn't make sense. The people that yeah. actually won the lip sync didn't, for the most part. That's a problem. I. I do think it'll get better because it's Drag Race. I think it's going to get... They try to do something... I respect that they try to do something new. Although, you will say, Project Runway does the same thing every season. And you know what? Project Runway is still good. I feel like... I felt desperation here. Especially... and And I will say, I know one queen personally. And the fact that she lost a lip sync makes no sense at all. Oh, God. And I don't this know is why her. we can't. I don't. I don't. Why we can't do Drag Race because she name drops the entire. And I don't know. Episode. I don't know her because I fucked her. I know her because we fucked the same people. <laughs> it's either or with Poodle. It's either or. We moved in the same circles. They as it fucked were. in the same circles, but not in a circle jerk. Not in a circle. Not, but a metaphor. Not a daisy chain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Carl, <laughs> what's a daisy chain? <laughs> Call the florist. <laughs> Will you ask him? Shoot her, go get my address book. <laughs> get, get, go, go call Paul the florist. Go call Paul the florist. I think that's the show. That is the show. Y'all, Y'all. That, that is our first kind of two episodes of Reality Games. This is, this is, I'm excited. Well, just even just to get to talk about Drag Race, I don't feel like we have to talk just about no. 90 Day. We can We can talk about them. any reality shows. Anything we don't we don't do as well with scripted TV. I've got to say, even we though don't. We, we did holiday, but who knows? Maybe it'll be because scripted TV is also reality in a way. I do want to tell some of you. You keep coming at us, and you're like, "I'm so excited for Bitchcraft to come back." Our podcast about Sabrina. Suck it, <laughs> y'all. It was so bad last season, Bitchcraft y'all. We was, were demoralized. Bitchcraft is fun while it happened, and as I said. If there's a gay kiss between Gavin Leatherwood, Leatherwood and Luke Cook, I'd watch it. Guess, Guess what? what? It didn't, didn't happen. happen. So, Sabrina disappointed us. We're not going to cover it. I'm sorry. I may watch the season, and I might talk about it on social media. I'm not. But follow Poodle at Jake It or Fake It. You can follow me at the Matt Mar. Yeah. And you can follow us on Twitter at Re- Reality Gaze Pod. Reality Gaze Pod on Twitter and Reality Gaze Podcast on Instagram. On Instagram. And you can go to the website or the merch store and everything at realitygazepodcast.com. A uh, little tip for you. If you go to realitygays.com, it's porn. It's gay porn. <laughs> so y'all, don't the, go to that website. Y'all, just it's old gay porn, too. Take, take a moment to, to really just picture the crushing irony of that. 
I'm like, poodle, we, we're going to get realitygays.com. Okay. We were foiled by gay porn. Foiled Something by gay Something we love more than anything in the world. It's true. I just heard poodle yell, <laughs> What an existential crisis. What, boy? How can I be mad at gay porn? Y'all, if you don't think God is a little gay and has a fucking <laughs> sense of humor, then you're wrong. God is a woman who has it out for us. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and it's a funny, funny bitch. Yeah. That's God. So, y'all, that's the show. We appreciate you very much. You can, Again, um, hey, with the new name change. We're going to get some confusion in the marketplace. With the new art, one of the best things. If you've never done this before, we implore you. If you could leave a five-star review. Yeah. And even if you don't know what to write, just write. Keep, Keep going, going queens. queens. And honestly, this. But it helps. If you write something, it really helps the Apple Podcast reviews. I promise you, we, you know, we've got close to almost 3,000 reviews now. And if we had, we're up just over three thousand. Yeah, now. if if you guys, if if we had even ten percent more of our listeners leave, it would kind uh, of review, bump, bump us up again and help us be seen in the charts yeah. and help us be discovered and just help grow the show, which is what yeah. we want to do. So we're just that's kind of all we can do right yeah, now because we're we changing our name and we're 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 a little afraid we're going to get swept under the rug. Yeah, we worry about that. So yeah. we uh, we. Um, because we're really just like if Poodle and I don't get the chance to do live shows and go out and meet y'all, I'm you gonna know, die a sad I, man. I'll be honest; that's, that's all I want to do. That has been keeping me going that, the, the entire whole, time. This point, because y'all, we are show ponies who need to perform for you. It really is. I just <laughs> I cannot wait to just sing our theme song and and watch people's faces just and make them happy. That's all I want to yep. do. And then, cut to two in the morning, Poodle, where are you? And I have to pull Jake I'm out I'm fucking of... somebody's husband who is at the yeah. show. <laughs> Y'all, don't bring your husbands to the show. Carl! <laughs> are you in the bathroom? <laughs> Carl! Leave your husbands at home. Poodle will fuck your Carl. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Put that on some merch. Poodle if, will fuck If you go Carl. to a meet and greet, watch your husband, because I'm going to be handsy with him. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, Poodle, it's a meat, M-A-A-T, M-E-A-T meat. <laughs> anyway, y'all, that's the show. Thanks again. You, we call these people Lonely Hearts Poodle because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love and oh, all the wrong, oh, wrong, very lost, long places? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, we we are. And ho- hold on. Oh, oh my God. Oh, no. no. No, we did not ask. No. Oh, uh, y'all. y'all. Didi Rivette's back with another ad. You know, I'm glad I told you about this at the very end. Thank you for letting me. I'm still staying a little while. Uh, I was going to uh, I was going to Hollywood Walk of Fame this evening. Okay. I'm an Uber driver whose name was Ahmed. Okay. Uh, he's definitely an Arab. There's uh, nothing wrong with that, Didi. Uh, you didn't smell him. It was a problem. Oh. Uh, All right. So, uh, uh, you know, and I just need to say, we got two for one at at over no, the fence. No, this is not for your at, ad. No, no, I'll be ten seconds. At over the fence, we got two for one collectible Jesus Bible verse mugs. Jesus, Jesus, what? What is a Jesus Bible verse mug? It's like when Jesus said Jesus wept, and uh, that's and like you put coffee in it and it heats up and you see Jesus. And crying, you see Jesus's face and he's crying. Are you asking questions about my Lord and Savior? No, about your merch. Can I tell you about the gospel of Jesus Christ? 
You guys, if you want to talk to us later about something besides the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm going to go away. It's CD Rebet here. I'll see you at at uh, Over the Fence Things thing. You come and meet me there. Bye-bye. Call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.